morning, guys, and welcome to episode 78 here of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson, coming you live, well, I suppose not live as this is recorded, but coming you from uh, here in Costa Rica. Uh, it's going to be an interesting week for me this week. Got quite a bit of traveling going in up into Guanacaste, then further south down into Uvita Ojachau. Um, actually, uh, have a the team is growing over here. So I actually have an engineer and project manager over here, Eric. So we're working on a couple of projects all over the country at the moment. So we're going to go and take a look at those projects, introduce them to them. Uh, and also is I'm actually looking at buying land myself in the Uvita Ojachau area as well. So I've been helping quite a few clients. A few opportunities have come along. So I'm going to go and take a look at them um, because I like nothing more than looking at real estate. I spend my, half my life doing it. Um, and again, it's just great because it gives me a lot of data points and trends. Uh, also working on some feasibility studies for some luxury beachfront villas and hotels here in Costa Rica as well. So it's busy, busy over here, guys. Um, I think as you probably found out with the podcast, my knowledge is 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 far and wide, uh, deep in some areas, but not so deep in others. Uh, meaning if I don't know the answer, I always say I won't, I don't know the answer. Uh, but anyway, here to help anybody that needs any help. Um, so anyway, jumping on today's podcast, we're going to be speaking to Gina Brugulio. Uh, Gina has over 10 years of living here in Costa Rica, Costa Rica over 18 years in real estate and investing. Uh, she lives in Flamingo, uh, Guanaca in Guanacaste, which is an area that's seen immense growth over the past two years. If you guys are aware, we spoke to Jen Dalton in that area. Uh, we also spoke to Melanie Engel as well. But Gina has been there a very long time and knows gated communities better than anyone in that area. Area because she did actually work in Mar Vista right from the beginning. Mar Vista is a community that's up there in Flamingo, guys. So we're going to be focusing with Gina on gated communities, pros and cons, what ones are available up there, kind of the prices of uh, properties in gated communities. A lot of people like gated communities as it gives them a little bit more security. Um, but yeah, we'll be going through all that with her. Remember, guys, if you have any questions for me, um, you can email me info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Uh, remember, guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, uh, we appreciate the support. Give us a review, a thumbs up, uh, a comment on YouTube, uh, whatever the platform allows you to do. Uh, but really appreciate everyone's support and reaching out. Uh, it's very nice when I receive those uh, those emails of, hey, love the podcast, keep it going, or love the podcast, can you help me with something? Or love the podcast, can you help me uh, uh, answer this question with maybe a future podcast? But anyway, let's get straight into it, guys. Good morning, Gina. How are you doing? Hi, Richard. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very, very good. I finally get you on the podcast after years of asking, Gina. I know you must be one of the busiest <laughs> people I know. Uh, it's nice to see you. Thank you for having me. No, not at all. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. So I'd already given a bit of an intro there, Gina. Uh, you're up there in the uh, in Guanacaste, I, I believe in the Flamingo area, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, so I have awesome. Flamingo just outside of Tamarindo. Awesome. Well, I mean, I've heard a few rumors that the market is slowing down in some areas of Costa Rica. Are you seeing that currently in your area? You know, I'm not seeing that yet around here. The only reason it would slow down is we don't have anything left to sell, in yeah. which case... <laughs> in which case building starting to become really popular. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people buying land and also building at the moment all throughout the country, just because, again, the inventory is getting a little bit low on, um, you know, on, on finished product. Right, exactly. So we're having so, the same issue here, but so things fly off the market just like they're doing in other countries um, pretty fast here when they're priced correctly. And most things are on and off, on and off. So it's we're still moving here. 
Yeah, I mean, I've seen some of the uh, the blue water properties kind of things that have been on the market for like a couple of days, sometimes, sometimes a week, and then they're already, you know, then they're off. So uh, it does appear that it's pretty hot up there. Uh, I mean, especially in the Flamingo area as well, which we've talked about on the previous podcast with the um, with the uh, marina going in. Um, and just again, I think it's as you mentioned, there just not tons of product available. But I know that you have a new uh, a few things in Maravista and also in uh, in the in Portrero and Surfside there. Um, so do you have anything else coming on the market anytime soon, Gina? Um, I have some things coming up in Hacienda Pania. I have some more products coming up in Marvista and, um, a few more homes in Surfside. Okay. Well, I think we're pretty getting to a little bit. I mean, some of those, uh, those communities that you mentioned there, I mean, I'd really want to focus on kind of communities in Costa Rica, as I know that you are a specialist on this. Um, but I mean, in your opinion, why do you think it's better to invest in a community uh, than outside one? Um, I think it's different strokes for different folks. Um, yep. It's not necessarily better to invest in a gated community, but there's a lot of different reasons that you invest in a gated community in a foreign country compared to the US or Canada or, or another country. Um, you're not getting the expansive amount of amenities that you're getting in another country here, but you are getting not only the feeling of support because you are in a community in a foreign country, you know, you're, you're never alone, but you also have someone behind you being usually your developer. So when things go awry and you're, you're not, you know, water, roads, electricity, all of the things that we need to live our survival, a gated community is really good to uh, help you get through those things here. What about appreciation of your asset? Do you typically see, um, you know, properties or land appreciating more in gating communities than outside? Absolutely. When I price listings that are coming on the market, I can, it's very black and white. If this was a gated, in a gated community, it would be worth quite a bit more money. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I, in the beginning, in the beginning, you pay a little bit more, but you get yeah. what you pay for because you get your equity out of it. Yeah. I mean, we've st- certainly seen that in some of the uh, communities. I mean, so that you mentioned there, Marvista, Hacienda Pinilla. I mean, you know, those areas, uh, you know, I remember when they first came kind of on the market, they were, you know, I would say some, they're still affordable today, but they were definitely a, l- a little cheaper than what they are they're being priced at. But I mean, you know, Costa Rica is full of many graveyards of failed products, Gina. I mean, you can just take a drive through kind of some of the, uh, through Guanacaste there. But I mean, if someone is in thinking of investing, say, in a new or pre-construction community, I mean, what questions do you think that they ask and what were the warning signs just to make sure that they're, you know, investing into a, you know, a what could be a successful project? The most important question to ask is about water. So investigating and researching their infrastructure um, and then the background of the developer, how many infrastructures has that person built in the past? Um, So investigating the background, um, it's a hard hard call to be the first one to build in a gated community because like you said, it could just go belly up. So you really need to dig deep into who's building, who's developing, what's behind it. Warning signs, the the warning signs really is the infrastructure. What does those water lines look like? What are they made out of? Do you have roads? What is your plans for roads? Do you have an HOA? It sounds like a very thorough due diligence needs to be done, especially if you're going to get in a project, um, you know, I mean, at at the preset. I mean, I think once it's moving and homes are built there, maybe you don't need as much due diligence, but especially at the start, a thorough due diligence is is certainly uh, required. 
which is the reason that in the established gated communities in the area, the land is so valuable right now because they are yeah. established. True, so true. It, it does really raise the value there. I mean, Gina, in Guanacaste, I mean, what are your, some of your favorite, um, I mean, from a personal perspective, but also, you know, from an investment perspective, what are some of your favorite communities? Um, well, my favorite community is Mar Vista. I really, yep. it's a really special place to me. Um, I love the way the mountains and the hills roll along with the coast. It's community living, not necessarily tourist living, some bit of a nature junkie. Um, so I like the Las Catalinas, also gorgeous with all the nature right on the beach there. Each community really has, is unique and it has all of their own, um, their own special things that make them different. Yeah, I mean, I think it's about, you know, as I always say, finding your community or finding your tribe in Costa Rica. And you need to really understand is that, I mean, each community has very different people with different like things that they enjoy to do. And, you know, I mean, you mentioning Mar Vista there, I think one of the most impressive things that I saw with Mar Vista was they put a school in first, meaning that mm -hmm. like the La Paz there, which is, which is very interesting because I don't know any community that have, that has first come in and done that in Costa Rica. So, I mean, Gina, if you were to build a home in a gated community as a rental, because a lot of people are looking to, you know, develop something because like, you know, a little bit of lifestyle, but a little bit of an investment as well. What would you build and why? Well, of course, that's the bonus of building or purchasing in Costa Rica. You get a lifestyle as well as an investment. Yep. Um, depending on your budget, I would either build something smaller, like a smaller two to three bedroom home. That would yep. easily rent for a you know a good price, or really what our area is looking for is four to five bedroom homes, because yep. we have the two the two schools, we have a lot of families coming down here. Long term rent is few and far between, so it's in high demand, and that's what they're looking for: four bedrooms and then a nice size bedroom for an office. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it just because a lot of people listening to this are also looking to kind of move down here. I mean, how much would you be looking for, for a four bedroom home in a gated community in Costa Rica? Because they can't be cheap at the moment, right? At the moment, they're not because there's really not anything available. Um, a good, a good size ocean view four bedroom home, you'd probably be looking between four and 5,000 a month. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, how much would it cost, would you say, to buy the land to build roughly? And I mean, just some rough estimation here, Gina. Again, we're not going to, you know, hold mm -hmm. your feet to the fire. But if you were to buy a, a, a say, a lot in Mar Vista and build a four bedroom home, like a good size four bedroom home, I mean, how much would you be looking at, do you think, to all in? All in, I was just doing this with a client yesterday, and we're looking at about a million, 1.2. Okay. okay. So, I mean, if you're looking at a million and say you're getting 5,000 a month, you know, I mean, you'd probably be looking at around about a five to 6% return, give or take, probably. And that's what year. is pretty average here. Um, yeah. And that's on the conservative side. So if you base prices on the long term rental, that's conservative. Always yep. you'll make more on short term. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. So you can easily get to that eight, 10% mark. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even think you're considering there the asset appreciation either, right? From year over year no, that we usually see here steady. Right. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that's the one thing that's always difficult here. You know, people always ask me to check that part and it's just very difficult to go like, okay, you're going to get two or 3% per year because you just, you just really never know. No, you never know what the market is going to do. Although yeah. here in this area, I really see the market staying afloat for quite a while. Um, I agree. Not only because of being the two, schools these are two of the best schools that i've ever had my kids go to 
as well as then the, the marina. So between the schools and the marina, I think that this area is going to stay afloat a while. Yeah. I mean, of gated communities in the area, and I mean, let's say Hacienda Panilla up to Las Catalinas, I mean, what are the main communities here that you that we could rattle off here just for any listeners, just so that they're aware? I mean, you've mentioned Las Catalinas, Mar Vista, Hacienda Panilla. I mean, what are the ones? Reserva yep. Conchal. Um, yep. You have El, Tes El Tesoro and Sedero Senderos and Tamarindo. Yep. Um, and then you have smaller little gated communities around here, which are going to become more popular with the lack of inventory that we have, where you only have 30 homes maybe in the whole community, or even yeah. maybe just 15 homes, and it's just a small little gated community. So we have Altos de Flamingo here that's like that, a few other little spotty ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've always, I don't know why I've always liked Altos de Flamingo. I remember you and I went in it a while back. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like Las Ventanas in Playa Grande, but I'm just, I'm biased on Playa Grande just because I think it's beautiful. Playa Grande is amazing and Las Ventanas is a beautiful, beautiful site. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, I mean, of everything you have listed at the moment, Gina, I always like to ask people that work in real estate this, what would you personally invest in and why? I would Personally, I want to invest in a new gated community. There's only yep. so much land with views available and our gated communities are full. Um, so I'm looking at land, you know, maybe along the monkey trail. That's going to be our new main access coming in. There's a lot of beautiful land there with gorgeous views. Yeah. Um, one of the projects I really like is Vista Stay Flamingo over there. Yep. I'm going to have to go and see that that's with you, an, Gina. That, That's what we were talking about earlier. That's an infantile project. Yeah. I think there's 10 homes in there, maybe eight. Yep. But the views, the location, um, the way the roads are, are cut and the cuts, it will be a success. I do have a lot of confidence. It'll oh. be very successful. And I mean, how much are you looking? How much are you looking at for lots in there, and how big are the lots? Those lots are all agricultural lots, so they're five thousand, and they're starting at about one hundred and forty thousand dollars. Wow, that's very affordable. Very affordable. Wow! Wow! Okay, but now you've got me interested like you now, get, Gina. You get what you pay for, right? There's a That's little bit true. of risk there because this is an infantile project. True, true. At the no, same I, time, I, I love the area, I love the views, and if the project didn't work out, I'll build my own house and live up there. That would be fine. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, you've probably just answered this, but I, I know that you've invested personally in Costa Rica over the years. Um, but I mean, I, I think I'd mentioned there of like, what stuff have you invested in? And also where do you see yourself investing in the next 12 to 24 months, Gina? I see myself investing in land in the next 12 to 24 months. In the past, I've invested in um, building and flipping or yep. condos, buying condos, okay. flipping or holding them on and renting it for a little while. Why the change in strategy, if you don't mind me asking, Gina? Because of the lack of inventory. Yeah. But not only the lack of inventory, We've had a shift too in decorating trends. I mean, it's yes. no longer the colonial Spanish that people are looking for. It's now the contemporary modern. So even things that do come on the market aren't always exactly what people are looking for in this day and age. Yeah, and I think it's very difficult. I always find it difficult whenever I see colonial design to really visualize how to make it more of a contemporary design, you know, just because I'm not very visual, but maybe an interior designer could, could do that. Mm -hmm. They can. It, but it's it's not it's not an easy feat, I don't think. So definitely, definitely. Well, Gina, um, I mean, in Costa Rica, I mean, there are very many places to, to 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 go to, and I'm sure that you've been to quite a few of them. But where is your favorite place in Costa Rica to go? That's a little bit more off the beaten track. Where do you escape to? My favorite beach is San Juanillo Beach. 
Yeah. Just above Nisara. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a beautiful um, beach. It's a beautiful beach. And they have the mountain right there that you can look down on the beach, all different kinds of shells there. I would say between that and Barco Quebrada in between yeah. Samara and Nisara. I really like that little Nicoya Peninsula there in the blue zone. Yeah, it's, it's still a little raw down there as well, if you ignore Nosada and Samara, of course, but those beaches, it sounds like you like you like those kind of authentic raw beaches. Yes, they're so beautiful. They're just untouched. They're yeah. completely unspoiled. And it's kind of like Costa Rica when we first came here, right? Exactly. <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> well, awesome. Well, Gina, I know you're very, very busy. Um, I'm going to put all of your contact details in the description. So anyone that wants to reach out to Gina directly can do. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, Gina. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, we'll get you on the podcast soon. Thank you so much, Richard. Have a great day. You too. Ciao. Great podcast there with Gina there from Blue Water Properties on gated communities. I know a lot of families and a lot of people are looking to move down here long term or just invest and gating communities can be a great place to make a safe investment in Costa Rica. But I mean, as Gina said there, you better do your due diligence when it comes to investing in those uh, those communities. I think the main thing, as she mentioned, there is water. You just need to figure out where they get it from and then also speak to the local Asada just to you know, and local residents, people living there around, um, and maybe even someone working in the Osada kind of over a beer and really get an idea of kind of what's really gone and going on in the area. Because I think as, you know, as many, many people are aware, water really here is key. We have an abundance of it, but it just kind of really goes back to water infrastructure. Uh, I mean, areas like Norsada, you know, that they have to kind of bring water trucks in sometimes, Santa Teresa, just because there's not enough water in those areas. So, um, but anyway, uh, great podcast there with Gina. I really appreciate her coming on. Anyone that wants to talk to Gina can, uh, the contact details will be in the, the description, or you can just type in Gina, G-I-N-A, Blue Water Properties, Costa Rica, uh, and you'll find it come up. Uh, you guys may remember, uh, Rebecca Clower that we had on there. Um, she actually works, uh, with Becky, so. Anyway, if anyone's looking to do anything here in Costa Rica or wants some help, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, as I said, we're not realtors. We do more of, you know, more investment consulting, really kind of working on your side uh, to make sure that you make the right investment for you. Uh, just really giving you kind of a perspective of investing here, the pros and cons. Uh, we also tour people around as well. But you can contact us, info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. My name is Richard Beckson, and I'll see you on the next podcast podcast, guys. Have a great week. Bye.